When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, very exciting one here. I like this group. I do. I do. Christopher's here. Hey. Urbano in the building. Hello. Urbano, when was the last time you did a show? Uh, I think, I, I mean, I was on the live stream, but in studio, I think around uh, Halloween. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, pleasure to have you both here. We were at uh, the Berkeley studio. We are down south. We had a bunch of very fun questions come in that I actually saved just for you. I almost said shaved just for you. Urbano, <laughs> I almost said I shaved just for you. Thank you. I, but I saved them for you is who I saved them for. Um, Chris, obviously you as well. How are you feeling, Chris? I'm good. That's a lie. Did everybody have a yeah, – <laughs> you, answered, you answered the phone. You answered the phone in the office before I, I heard about it. I, I was told that I have to ask you about how you answered the phone. This is Chris? Yeah. No, no, no. no. Just said, somebody said, how are you doing? Oh, I think I said just like that. I think I said, oh, doing well. That's not true. <laughs> but the truth is, like, you know, I – and I, I joke about just about anything, but we work in the restaurant business. People have things significantly worse, whether it be health or financial health or things like that. I have plenty in this world to be grateful for. Their face. But to say that we're doing well is a lie. Ooh, and I feel like there's nothing. Uh, there's, are we doing the best we could possibly do under horrible circumstances? Absolutely. So, um, But I don't like lying to people because I feel like other people aren't doing well. So if I'm not doing well, I like to tell you straight up. How are you? Not great. Yeah, striving. We're going day by day around That's here. That's it. But right. I mean, people, people definitely have it worse. I like to read about times in history that were really bad, so I could be like, "Wow, really sucked to be then." Yeah. So that's really what I do is I just read worse situations than mine. What situation? Like, what are you reading about? Uh, the World War Two. You got to go um, all the way to. You got to go all the way to WW two. No, I'm going to work my way. I chronologically, I'm going to work my way up. But actually, to be honest with you, I'm reading about uh, Spain's occupation of Cuba. Oh wow! At the moment, and how Super bad impressive. that was. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. And that was very impressive. That oppressive, not yeah. impressive. Impressive More too, impressive though. Impressive that it's so. Impressive. Um, but it was uh, that was a lot, and then that um, I also I just finished a book about Winston Churchill and, and the bombings of London during World War II, nice. and that was fucked up. Uh, I feel like I've mentioned that a few times on yeah. this podcast, though. So we'll keep moving from there. Well, plus, if anyone were to come back from the dead, it was Churchill. Yeah, that was my yeah, that well. Was that was your, why that was my yeah, answer when yeah. when I was asked that question. Yeah, we're so, gonna jump to the mailbag. Well, listen, man. Yeah, <laughs> I love a mailbag. <laughs> Here we go. We got this one. Um, this, this came in. Dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com. I like this. Dear Albie, Jules, and whoever else is in the studio today, I would love your opinion on a situation that happened today. I recently joined a dating app, and there was a situation that freaked me out to the point I called the police. <gasps> the officer ended up coming out in person and is literally the most gorgeous guy I've seen in my life. He called the person harassing me and got that taken care of. Before he left... I said, I definitely feel like I owe you a drink if it's not against your protocols. He said right away how busy he is, but that he'd be down for a drink and that I could text him on his work cell. Should I text him? Anytime I've told someone how busy I am, it's because I don't really want to do whatever it is. What do you think? 
And if I do text him, how should I phrase it so he doesn't feel obligated? Thanks so much. Love your show. Oh, and please don't use my real name. Urbano, would you like to give her a stage name? Anne. Anne Chalada. Mm, okay. Uh, so, Anne, I think you text him and say, I think I need to give you a ticket. You've been racing through my mind all day. Wow. Don't Officer. say that. No. No. No, well, okay. that's just like, um, I'd like mind. to take you for that drink from my teats. Like, it's. Or what if you. All right, then, mm. in all seriousness, what if you say, hey, listen, um, I, I, well, no, you, you already set the foundation yeah. for yourself. Yeah. I said I owed you a drink. What do you say, officer? Yeah. You're essential well, persons, and yeah, I want to celebrate you your essentialness. Well, I think for him, giving him the number, he's got to be a little interested because he's got the out. He could just say, hey, you you know, I can't do that. You don't give a number if you don't want the person to use the number. You just don't do that. He's also a cop, and he could be like, text me if the killer's at your door. No, I've never heard of that. I think so. Well, she made the move. And I'll tell you what, she's 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 out there. I mean, like, look, she's she's on dating apps. I mean, she calls the cops and she's immediately like, hey, listen, you know, like, what are we what are we doing here? I'm more intrigued about why she called the cops in the first place. I thought that that's what I I wanted. That I I thought that's where we were going with the story. And she said, now, here's the thing about this. The cop called the guy, which I find interesting. So So she must have given the guy the number. You can't give the guy your number from a dating app, can you? But you sure. also now, listen, Ann, you don't want to come off like the guy. Because yeah. now you gave a number and someone used it inappropriately. Yeah. So now you have a number, don't use it inappropriately. However, you don't give a number to somebody if you don't want them to use it. I think you do it. Maybe don't use the racing through my mind all yeah. day thing. That was a joke. But um, definitely say, hey, I, I said I owe you a drink. What I'd do you, love th- to what take you say? For a drink. If, if he gave goes. you the number, yeah, right. And don't be ashamed if he doesn't say anything back. I mean, I feel like if he wasn't into it, he wouldn't have said anything. Now, it's weird that he gave the work cell. No. Did she say that? Yeah. Did I not, it was such a short story for me to not pay yeah, attention to. Yeah, she did to, say the work cell. I, I missed that part. Because I always feel like work cells, work emails, I mean, I always figure that that's like a big brother watching type of thing. Like other people are reading that shit. To me, if I give you my work number or my work email, that means I really like you. Did you write like nine one one on a post it? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the work cell? <laughs> you said text if me a woman answers, don't hang up. <laughs> oh my god! No, like I tell you what, I don't know how I would react like, if, if you're the cop, right? Uh huh. And you're going over there. Do I have the high boots on though? Because if I'm a cop, I'm only going to wear the high boots on a motorcycle. So you're going to be like a ranger? Like like a Mountie? No, I, maybe. What is is a Mountie the right word? I the Canadian people? Just Mountie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could just like say I'm the cop with the boots on the motorcycle. Though. All right. Well, if I'm the cop, I have to envision what I'm wearing. So I'm sorry. I think you can wear the boots. I have to get the boots. Yeah. The boots are good, I think. I like the high boots. I'm I sorry. have the boots. You have I the high cop Yeah, boots? of course I do. I went to Blue Academy, man. I still got the boots. Really? Yeah, of course. Oh, oh. Chill. I feel like I've heard a lot of stories of cops getting picked up by a girl, like even when like getting a ticket or getting out of a ticket. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah, how'd you meet? Oh, believe it or not, on the job, I was a mall cop. or so. I hear that yeah, sometimes. Yeah, she was a hooker and I arrested her. Right. See, like this is the type of thing, though. <laughs> you know, he's got, you know what I was saying? He's got the out, so she should definitely text him. But if I was him, right, this girl's calling me because she's got this guy freaking out on her over a dating app. And now she's texting me. She could be creepy. Yeah, like, like I might be a little bit. Would you be a little freaked out if you're saying to yourself, wow, like, you know, I just had to call some guy to get, like, I hope it was a really good reason to call. I'm not saying it's not, okay? Like, a really, meaning, like, I hope the guy that was um, freaking her out, right, that it was like, the type of thing where he's not going to because you're almost going to look at that and the first context is this is my job yeah so if the cop goes out there in person was able to call the guy okay 
This is all during a pandemic, no? <laughs> yeah. But look, listen. So, like, here's what's interesting to me. The cop goes there in person, but what he needed to do to take care of this was just call the guy? Well, yeah, I mean... We don't know the story. Like, you know, I'm a cop. If, leave her alone. Like, like if the, did the guy text her a few times and she she lost interest and he's like, bitch, you better start answering me. Then, like, I'm going to call the cops. I feel threatened. Like, maybe yeah. the guy's a lunatic. And then once the cops are involved, he's like, all right, fuck it. Not, yeah. Juice isn't worth the squeeze on this one. Or I texted you, didn't answer, and I really like that dress you're wearing. Yeah. No, <laughs> she definitely, look, if you're freaked out, I, I'm team call the cops. If, a, if you're freaked out, yeah. yeah, sure. But now you're trying to pick up this cop. New cop. Or maybe just love brought them together. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go that route or Bono. Could be romantic. Usually I'm more cynical on this, yeah. but I I'm gonna say that um like in my Meg opinion, Ryan and that's Tom Hanks. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with her on this one. I think Anne had a reason to call the cops. Uh, I think it was a legitimate reason, and I think um this this officer was brought into your life on purpose. Go for it. Worst case, he says no. Well, listen, I'm not yeah. saying she and then didn't just call have. Yeah, again. Then, then you I'm stage not, a robbery listen. and he comes back. <laughs> I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying she didn't have a legit reason. He stole my panties, officer. I'm not saying she didn't have a legit reason to call the cops. I'm just saying that whatever that reason was, okay, he's got to be looking at that now in the context of from police officer to girl I might date. Yeah. So that's got to be a little bit of a – that's a gear shift. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you pull somebody over and And was her house clean? That's what – All these things you got to think about. Was she ready? Was she – did she look a mess? Did you look nice? Did you prep for the cop? Well, he gave I have a question number. for the whole community. If you call the police or any service, okay, do you like straighten up a little bit? Yeah. Do you say like, all right, I'm going to be seen, and like, you know, a lot of cops are men. Should I? Do you like? If you're single, is that something you prepare for oh, a little I bit? I definitely don't wear a shirt and have my shorter shorts on. No, is that just me? I mean, <laughs> look, this is the type of thing. I don't know how to react to that. I would go back to when Chelsea got caught in the elevator. Yeah. When she was stuck in the elevator. Yeah. Like, what do you do? I mean, there's no, you know, I guess it's a little bit of a different thing. You would have to ask the community, do you get dressed up for right. this? Do you get dressed up? Do you get dressed up when a, when you know you're going to see an essential worker? She had to be all about it. Like, it's like, oh my God, I'm going to the ER. <laughs> Let me brush my teeth. Yeah, yes. like there might be a doctor there. There might yeah. be like, there's something to people that work in a uniform. Yeah. That I think it's like most people think I about. Was, I was going to bring that up too. It's deceiving in this sense, okay? Do you think that, like, it's, it's, I've been in situations where you'll meet somebody mm-hmm. that works in a certain, you know, whether it's Starbucks. a job or maybe you met them in a certain place that has an attractiveness to it. Mm-hmm. Like, a girl meeting a cop and then dating that cop, you know, she might be into that. So mm-hmm. that could heighten. Now, all of a sudden, you see the guy in, like, you know, a button down and whatever else when he when he's out, it oh. might not be the same thing. Well, you have no sense of what his style is yeah. at all. Yeah, like he might he might. I, I'm not good enough at clothes to to say to talk about shitty clothes, but he might dress like a total idiot. Yeah, and you don't know that because you are blinded by the badge. But if he does, if he looks good, it doesn't really matter. Well, I mean, I don't think you're going to be that far off. You can be, but it doesn't matter. Like I guess a haircut tells you a lot about yeah. the clothes make the man in this situation. I feel like all cops just yes. the same outside of work though. Yeah, was that bad? Was that bad? Is that mean? no? I don't think so. Where is it though? I don't know. We do like a lot of cop events here, and I feel like in plain clothes they like, like they all Navy. they all kind of dress the same. I think old people Navy. that work together usually start blending to dress the same. Not in this office so much. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm <laughs> next to a man in a banana shirt. Yeah. And <laughs> but hey, look, which I think one of us is that? The bottom line is. <laughs> So so she wants to know, should I text him? We yes. say yes, right? Um, what do we think? Obviously, we've 
opined on this for quite a while. She says, if I do text him, how should I phrase it so he doesn't feel obligated? I don't think a guy is ever going to feel obligated, and I don't think a cop is going to feel obligated to meet yeah. you wherever. Say, hey, listen, don't want to come off pushy or anything. but Yeah, and you can you know, phrase it with, like, I really appreciate you coming over. Thanks for all your help. I'd love to repay you, like I mentioned, with a cocktail um, and use cocktail and take it from there. And if he says, if he doesn't reply, leave it yeah, alone. Leave it alone. Well, Walk right, away. Right. Delete it. Move on with your life. But you should definitely, I think, uh, definitely reach out. And, and get back to us, Ann, and let us know. We want to know. Yeah, we definitely want to yeah. know about that. Um, but that's an interesting one. Like That's a that's a good one. Because that's going to give you, as the guy, I think that gives him a window into what. Like you know, she's going to call the cops on me if I threaten to cut off her toes? Well, I don't think, it's, I don't think he's, I, mean, I would hope I mean, he's is that not what that happens? type of dude. But you know what I mean? Like, it's going <laughs> to, no, meaning more of a window because, like, Chris had it right. You walk into a place, the place is messy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever. You're not seeing the representative. Yeah, because she so you're not meeting. Out. You're not meeting on a dating app, but you're preparing. Yeah. You're just meeting. So that's an interesting one. I would like an update on that. All right. We got another one. Let's go. Dear Albie, I want to make a New Year's resolution, but feel like I never follow through with them. I cannot tell you how many times I've made one for trying to lose weight, eat less sugar, exercise more. The list goes on. My question is, do you know anyone that has actually stuck with their New Year's resolution and changed for the better? And do you have any advice for sticking with one? New Year, Nina. Oh, New Year, Nina. All right, Nina. Um, Actually, in 2006, I made a New Year's intention, which is different than a resolution, to go to yoga. And it's 2020, and I probably do yoga every day. So it's stuck. And I phrase it as an intention because I think it alleviates the pressure of a resolution means you resolve. This is just what you're going to do versus I intend to wake up at 530. But if I wake up at 630, it is what it is. So I think the intention. So and do one thing at a time. Don't it's not lose weight and stop eating sugar and dress better and brush my hair. Like pick one thing, build the courage up and move from there. I, I got I got nothing here. <laughs> I mean, you should do something. I'm going to have a New Year's resolution probably intention. or an intention. Um, but I, like January to me is just like the, the Monday of the year. You know, like <laughs> like it's the day that you say that you swear you're going to start everything over again. And next thing you know, it's March and you didn't start. And you're like, well, I may as well wait. So um, um, I would say don't choose anything life altering because you're probably not going to follow through with it. And if you don't follow through with it, you're like, you know what? This is what I like to do. I like to give myself a resolution that if I don't go through with it, it also might've made me better. I got you. You know? So I'm like, Hey, I'm going to be more selfish. You know, I'm going to do more things for me. But then if I don't do it, I'm like, I guess at least I'm not selfish. You know what I mean? Like, like have a backup plan with your resolution. Yeah. So if you don't do it, it still kind of made you better. I think this is a big year for resolutions. Okay. okay? I I really believe that because everyone's gone through it this year. And I think that it's important that we um, are path-oriented and not Mm goal-oriented in a way. Okay? Mm -hmm. So you're not worried about where you land because there's so many things that can mess with you right now. Be in it, not of it. A wise man named Albie Manzo once said. But bigger than that, I think this is – I think we have a danger of like – do you guys feel like when the clock strikes midnight, it's 2021, are you guys fans of like, okay, it's a new year, new energy kind of a thing? No. Because I have been. I've actually – I look at New Year's as almost like a birthday. All right. I look at life in the calendar year, okay. not so much my year of, of – because I'm born in the middle of a year, so it's a little bit, little bit different. So like – I think we're all born in May. Yeah, yeah. 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 So right now, the way I look at it, right, I don't think it's – it's a very dangerous thing to go into January being like, okay, cool. All this craziness is behind us and we're just done. 
like the pandemic's gone yeah. or all this or all that and this year's going to be better it's you can't paint it with that kind of a brush it is a good time though to take personal responsibility in things that you can control like setting intentions into things that you have a little bit more control over like a lot of my things are you know like saying oh hey i want to you know commit myself to getting into shape or i want to you know not do the following bad habits that i have as much and everything you know there it's not i don't like going into it and saying hey i'm going to do this for 2021 because that feels heavy mm-hmm. anything that i've ever done that had ma- major like meaningful change where i had to like get into something and a new habit or whatever is really like a a minute by minute then an hour by hour then a day by day yeah. kind of a process and then that becomes a week that becomes a month that becomes a quarter that becomes you know a year whatever it is and next thing you know like these are things that are just habitual and you don't even think about it anymore yeah. I think as, as since we're children, though, we're trained. It's a new school year, fresh start. You know what I mean? I think so. I think when as animals or as humans, we see the first and it's like, OK, this is it. But I think if you tackle like one thing and make it a simple thing, you build the confidence. And, you know, I've been reading a lot and I'm reading about habits. And it, there's kind of like there's a, a cycle that happens. There's like a, a cue and then there's the habit and then there's the reward. So if you can kind of figure out what it is that triggers you. Like I go home and as soon as I take off my sneakers, I want a drink. So mm-hmm. you have to, and the reward is to sit down and relax. Well, uh, instead of having a drink, I have to replace that with, okay, instead of having a drink, I'm going to immediately take a cold shower, which is going to rejuvenate me. And then I'm going to sit and watch TV. And then by forcing yourself to do it, you build up the willpower, which is considered a muscle and you take it from there. Willpower is a good name. <laughs> <laughs> William Power. I, I set that up for you, Chris. <laughs> Will Power. We had a a couple other ones. That um uh the uh, also I don't know if you saw it, the live show is on is on YouTube now. Oh. Uh Jules has that in giant letters in red. She will scold me. She will yell at me. Um but you know. Uh you had a lot of chimes. I don't know if you guys saw this. There was a guy that By uh, chime. Yeah. <laughs> a beak. lot of a guy that uh <laughs> married a sex doll. Do you oh, guys beak. see that? That was it. By beak. <laughs> You got, you you got guys, married a sex doll? This guy married a sex doll. And I'm going to show you. We have, um, oh, so wow. it's a whirlwind romance, and the guy married a doll. This is him and the doll. It's he really literally married the doll. That looks photoshopped. It's amazing that you can marry a doll, but not like someone of the same sex in some countries. Well, I, I, I didn't read the full thing, <laughs> but like. You know, I well, did he wonder... marry a doll? Like, does, is he? Is it recognized as the state? Like, if the doll yeah. gets broken, can he visit it in the hospital yeah, and share right. its benefits? Right. Like, it's, like, like that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, like, can he? Like, like, he's a he's a Kazakhstani bodybuilder. Um, does he have an OnlyFans? Married, married uh, the sex doll after a whirlwind romance. I always feel like people that do that stuff are in it just for exactly what they got, yeah. which is the press. Right. I mean, like, well, he's, I mean, he wants the New York Post story. Um. Or well, I mean, how about? I don't know if using a last name. I think he would like it. I think it's okay. But like Gary Denoya does this, and I think you know Gary. I don't know if, if, yeah, yeah, if yeah. he uses his last name on his Instagram. But Gary, and I don't feel bad outing him on this because he does it to himself. I think. But uh, Gary used to be a, a server at a restaurant, and then you know we became friendly with him, and he has an Instagram that he does like funny skits, and like we, we probably owe him a, a shout out of the of his handle at the end of this thing. But he's a comedian, and one of the things that kind of caught traction for him is that he. Um, said that he was married and having sex with a ghost oh and that he had a ghost girlfriend and he was kidding it was one of his skits that he did right and um some newspaper like has been keeping up with him over the course of a a year or two now i haven't heard any of this what 
It's like the funniest thing he does. No. There I are articles this. of Gary, articles of Gary with his arm around no one in front of the Statue of Liberty. No way. Like giving a fake kiss. And it's like man with ghost still going strong. Like like this publication keeps checking on him. He is completely in on the joke. Now, um, is the is the is the, the, the I think Paradenoia is his name, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> on on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. So if you like videos and impressions and stuff, tell him you know tell him Chris sent you. But uh, I, he's a friend of ours and he he's funny as hell. But Al, you'll definitely see it. You're on, he's I'm on his shocked. phone now. But he does it totally as a gag that that it started is. off as a joke, like on Halloween. Oh yeah, the guy that dates a the guy that dates a ghost, and uh, I guess on Instagram he never really said he was kidding because it should be assumed that he's kidding. And um, there's a lot. He's been getting all this. Oh, my God. I Complete, right? This is a article. I How did I miss this? So I ever since then, I just can't take those things yeah. seriously because I don't know if there's more Gary's so out look, there. So, look, man dating ghost. This looks like it's in the post. Man dating, go- man dating ghost hosts kinky sex parties <laughs> and plays naked twister with ghouls. So, so it, <laughs> it started with him just saying he goes out to movie dates and they like to cuddle and things like that. And then he he kept pressing, and I guess to whoever Dude, it, um, whoever was writing about it didn't didn't even hint that he was joking. So he was like, "Let's see how far I could take this." And now he's brought it to that point where he has these orgies, and they had they had a lull in their sex life, so they had to watch Ghost, like all these things that like are so clearly a joke. He says, "Look, it's it's they've been in a relationship. He's been in a relationship with Lisa, a ghost, for over two years now. But in recent months, their relationship has taken an unexpected turn." Duh. And he has video interviews. Like people are, are the pulse of our relationship is suffering. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Al, if you go through long enough, like he's been, it's been a couple of years that they've That's been crazy. profiling him and his ghost. I wonder. I wonder. We gotta have Gary. We've talked about having Gary on for a while now, but like, do they really believe this? I mean, seems we, I believe that the guy married at, a sex doll. At the very least, they think that others might believe it, and they write about it enough that they never hint that he's joking or a comedian. They actually say he's a comedian. So, like. Anyone reading it, I guess, should should see through it. But he he keeps it going because he's like, shit. If you're gonna keep if you're gonna keep believing this, I'm gonna keep feeding it to you. I'll tell you what. After we did the um, the ghost episode, we've talked to a number of people in the paranormal community. Um, they do take this type of thing very seriously. So it's an interesting little thought because like interdimensional dating. Yeah, I mean, is that what, is that That's a thing? A good date. No, did you just, made, did you just I, make that I up? I just did. Wow. wow, that was pretty good. I, th- I I felt stupid for not knowing it. We're gonna start that. It's called an inter interdimensional interdimensional dating, dating. app. Um, Find your soulmate. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Write that down. Till death do we start. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I got nothing. No heartbeat. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> give me a minute give me a minute um so yeah i mean if you take that seriously i mean that's on you uh but that's that's cool i guess teach their own i won't talk shit i got plenty to say about it but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna <clears throat> i just feel like people that do that stuff it, it's 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 gotta be yeah they're just trying to get some attention kind of a thing i mean i've never because i've never personally run into anyone like we've you know at the hotel even we've had to accommodate several different types of relationships and mm-hmm. people and all that other stuff that are just you know people that maybe like you know we've had several couples that are like transitioning for example yeah. and stuff like that that like things that you don't typically see in a day to day like like life in the sense that we're here at what is a resort so like you have people that are in um, situations 
that are a little bit more like uh, they're a little bit more open to talk about okay. you know what they've got going on, right? So you don't run into people here in the same way you run into them in a typical job because you're getting more of their life story. Sometimes they're spending a weekend with us. I've never had somebody – if we had somebody walk up into this place and they're like, hey, and they just got their doll with them, I don't know how I'd react to some shit like that. Um, intercorpse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, to, I mean, honestly, Al, I think the sex business is uh, – the numbers point to the fact that I think more people do walk in here with dolls than we know about. Yeah. I think it's more of a thing than we than we think. I do. I think there's a rise. <laughs> like, but I mean, think like really think about it. Like why would like why would sex dolls get beyond the first model if people weren't using them? Fact. Like They're how expensive. many gag gifts are there really? They're expensive too. Literally. They're very expensive. Really? Go, tell like me four or five me, grand. Tell me more, Al. No, we looked it up. There was oh. not an episode. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking them up. Yeah. I guess a doll is more interactive than a fleshlight. Oh, that was how it came up. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I listened. So I mean, you know, when you've got, but do people fall in love with a flashlight? I think you can fall in love with the comfort of a flashlight. Hey, man, like, why buy dinner for someone when I can just sit home and flashlight myself? Yeah, but I, like to me, a flashlight sounds more like the Cadillac of masturbation. Yeah, where falling in love with a doll is like the saddest version of love, or. I feel like that's going to happen, but like, think about technology, though. I don't it's going. do either of these two things. I know I'm defending one and not defending. I just think virtual, there's a line. Yeah. Virtual girlfriend's going to have to. That might be a thing already. Isn't that a movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Her. Yeah. Yeah. But anything voiced by Scarlett Johansson, I will fall for. Um, I didn't know that it was Scarlett Johansson. I think it that, was. That, that, that whose voice it was. Yeah. I don't know either. See. But I mean, like, that's got to be a thing. That's going to be a th- or it's going to be a thing eventually where you've got people. That are just everyone's looking for companionship. If that has a like, if there's an app that animates a face of a doll, Alexa, I, that that's going to be a thing. Oh yeah, for sure. But I think that's very Black Mirror. Um, yeah. That happened in Black Mirror actually, yeah. where where there was a death and the a, a robot doll thing like to bring back the person. It's like to exact thing. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not putting it past us at all that one day I'm gonna have to like go to Christmas and meet my cousins doll wife like i think like they're gonna have real faces and we're not gonna be able to tell we're like right there i just watched just a minute ago i watched robots do every end zone dance that every football player has ever done like it's it's just on its way we're gonna have to deal with that shit i mean i have my siri call me master beautiful urbano my siri's not even working that's a start yeah but it's they can't say urbano i don't have siri i don't trust it yeah what do they say master oh he's british i can't really he's like master british beautiful urbano he says that's how he says it. Yeah, mm. <laughs> not really. We had a lot of people chime in. Apparently, Amy Schumer. Did you see her carrot? No. Amy Schumer posted a picture um, about her carrot. She got a carrot. And she said it looked a lot like the penis, and people immediately started flooding the Dear Albie mailboxes with pictures of the carrot. And I was like, oh man, like you know, like it's probably just a random carrot. This carrot is crazy. That's uh, a great, a real carrot. But why did they? Why did they? Go to you with that? Did well, you ever have a carrot dick episode no, or anything? Well, kind of. Uh, we had a guy that was sending um, dick pics, and what? Yeah, he he had he had been sending dick pics um, to Dear Albie. Uh, basically, what ended up happening was there was a guy that was sending pictures unsolicited. You think that's what happened to Ann Chilada? P- dick pics? Yeah, 
Maybe so that's that, one, that could make some sense. Maybe. But like, th so th these things were happening unsolicited, right? And somebody sent into a person, and the person was messaging us, um, you know, what was going on. And it was this crazy, crazy, crazy story. Huh. And it takes a really weird and twisted turn to the point where we didn't finish the story because I had done some Googling, okay? And basically, it to the conclusion, I was fairly certain the person, so this person had a fetish for people talking about their penis. Interesting. Okay, and in this case, we were talking about how it looked like a small baby carrot. Interesting. And this person was, you know, just kind of getting his jollies off, okay, oh. to being berated about his member, right? Interesting. After me being the twisted man that I am, I said to myself, wouldn't that be the type of thing somebody who gets off to that type of banter wouldn't that person write in as yeah. somebody else? Yeah, like the calls are well, coming from inside the yeah, house. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I looked it up, and it looked like the person that was writing in was the guy with the orange people. Well, let me ask you this, though, too. It was orange? It looked orange. Oh. He sent well, this picture. It was rough. Doesn't everyone win in that scenario? What do you mean? We get to talk shit about it. The community gets to laugh at that. This guy gets his rocks off that we're talking about, his tiny carrot thick. And everyone wins. So you feel so you would be. So I'm right not offended now, by for that. For a moment, so, you did sound like your dad there when you said. But think about it. Uh, so, but think <laughs> about this right now, okay? And for this guy, this might be like the 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 grand finale right yeah. here. This guy, okay, wouldn't then in that case, okay, be listening to this show, hearing you say that, and just going wild on himself right now. Um, I think he'd be. I mean, yeah, but I don't think that helped at all. If anything, it might have shit in his cereal a little bit. That that we're not offended by what he's doing because i think the the idea that we're making that he's making us uncomfortable might get him excited too or just the fact that we're talking about it will probably yeah that's what i'm saying right yeah. but and same thing though doesn't everyone win because we're talking about a peculiar thing which yeah. is really the whole reason we have a that that we're doing this podcast is to talk about weird shit right yeah. and it's entertaining hopefully to listen to on your way to starbucks or work or whatever you do and then this guy for some reason gets something sexual out of it and all we're doing is our job, yep. you know? So, like, I don't know. I feel like everyone wins. Yeah. Now, if you were to give me a call and say, can you talk about it? I'd be like, no. no. You caught me. You, you, it came up in the conversation and take it's that done. and run with it all you want. But, no, I mean, I think in this situation, as weird as it may be, every, it seems like an everyone wins type of thing. Yeah. So you don't mind if someone's, like, listens to you right now? As long as he's not, like, as long as I don't know that for a fact. Like, you're not, like, I'm not being asked to contribute to it, I assume everyone's doing that when I speak anyway. Facts. Wow. Or at least walk in a room. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, uh, I appreciate you both. This was, um, you know, it's fun. It's Short fun. and sweet. Like, lot of, you know, yeah, yeah. Nice little, little, you know, little quick, little quick hit. Anything else? This might be the last time you're on uh, until 2021. Is do you have? I imagine it is. Do you have any New Year's resolutions you kind of want to share? Do you, uh, maybe a recap of I, everybody? I didn't want to recap 2020 because you know we all know we you all know it. what happened. You get it. We were all there. Having said that, for me personally, my life has completely, to quote Missy, smacked down, flipping and reverse it. Like my whole gig was turned around. But it's been a pretty good, like, the end result was I'm sitting here with you two. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. Who could ask I had a, for anything a, else? I feel bad saying it, but I had a, as good of a year as you could have under yeah. these circumstances. Yeah. Not to say it's good. There's been so much bad news everywhere, and it just felt depressing every day. I also, not to make things worse here, 
I don't think the year would have been as bad without the world being the way it is. Like we have yeah. so much access to so much information. Yeah. So when there's something like a pandemic, what do you think? What kind of news do you think you're going to wake up to every day when you know, you know, when something happens anywhere in the world? I had a good year. Um, I had a major life change as well. Nice. Two, probably several major life changes Same. for me, all of which worked out, um, again, well considering the circumstances. And I think I'm in a good place for 2021 to work out so long as um, – Think you know the world gets back to normal. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think I've. I, I feel bad complaining, even though there are there's plenty to complain about. But I feel bad complaining because there's so many people that have it a lot worse than than me or us or we or a fly what just have flew you. in Al's eye. A so fly he flew currently has it worse eye. than both of us. A fly <laughs> literally went into my eye as Chris is describing what's going on. No, look, I agree in the, in this sense. Okay, you really have to look at life and and um consider you know there's the the energy flows where attention goes kind of a thing there you go okay and this whole situation has absorbed so much of our attention Facts. it's very 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 easy to get absorbed completely by that and go nuts i am definitely um someone who has who has you know fallen to into that from time to time but look we're all what I like to to go off of, and one of the common things for me, and I said that when this in the very very beginning, and I don't think we've really stuck to this all that much, especially in our business. But if we're all being affected by the same thing and playing by the same rules, mm-hmm. then we're in this together, and I'm good with that. Yes. Now, we can talk all day long about how that probably is not the case, but in reality, when you look at, it's definitely been the most transformative year that I can remember personally. Yes. Um, beyond getting on television one day randomly, this has definitely been the most impactful year of my entire life. It's completely changed. Jobs have changed. Locations have changed. People have changed. The people I see every day have changed. Relationships have changed. There's nothing about it that even slightly resembles 2019 life. Same. And I got news for you. I wouldn't change a lot of it. There's the obvious things I would change. Yes. Okay. But, the situation that we're in, I think it's about gearing up, having some confidence, and being able to adjust to this new normal. And um, I, I uh, appreciate you both. I appreciate the community that is listening. Same. But it's been a very big um, – it's been a crazy-ass year. Yeah. Well, I think something that's going to come out of this year that people, I hope, recognize is that – and I definitely – I'm not coming from a place of I've always been here and welcome to my world. Not at all. I'm, I'm probably patient zero for this of um appreciating things that you definitely took advantage of like i didn't go to concerts because there's too many people and i claimed that i didn't like being around people now that i'm not able to be around people i am fucking miserable i don't like not being around being around things and enter and fun and energy and things like that things that you know once upon a time if i had a waiter that wouldn't shut up i'd be like jesus put a mask on this guy give him a muzzle (laughs) now all i want is is for things to be normal whatever that is you know boring day in 2019 would be the greatest day of 2020 it's crazy it's gonna be weird to see how psychologically um we change as people because i can't watch a movie now without bugging out that people don't have masks on indoors interesting it's really weird like it's a, it's, a, it's a, your initial shock is there. Um, hopefully we get to a place where we don't have to do that stuff anymore. But, you know, 
is going to have a lasting impact on all of us. I think masks are here to stay. I think I think masks are. Gonna I think be by around. choice. Though. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people are going to choose. Like I think on a plane, a lot of people are going to choose to wear masks. Yeah. Well, then this year we just have the mask and make it fashion. There we go. But I think, um, yeah, I think there's going to be a, a roaring 20s follow-up to this of people yeah. really appreciating those around them. And a renaissance. Not, you know, a renaissance. <laughs> nice. Thank yeah. you. That's all. Hi, well, Jens. that's when the renaissance happened, right? Wasn't it after the plague and after... After every like miserable thing, yeah, yeah like World yeah. War Two was the yeah. baby boom, and then yeah, or World War one of those World War Two was baby boom, the yeah. Roaring Twenties after the Great Depression. Yeah. You have all these things, and if you if you really do pay attention, like you know what happened after Vietnam is like Summer of Love and yeah. all that shit. So um, again, I'm probably mis I'm probably misplacing something somewhere, but there's behind any really horrible watch for us come behind anything that's really horrible, something really, um, you know, I think. Uh, generation identifying yeah. kind of came from it so um don't fuck this up for us guys let's, yeah. let's have fun when this is done interdimensionaldating.com Didn't find you your soulmate <laughs> peace out guys seeking the truth never gets old Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.